Hello, welcome back to another episode of Always Is Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hello. <laughs> okay. I mean, hello. Hi. How are you going? Good. Great. How's your week? <laughs> My new way of communicating is just <laughs> fast blinks to show extreme unimpression. <laughs> I'm drinking iced water and I didn't mean for ice to come out of the fridge, but Lisa's fridge betrayed me, so here we are. And I'm drinking bubbly water, so I'm so sorry for the excess water sounds. Do you know what? This long weekend has, despite me not actually getting a long weekend, I worked Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. I'm bamboozled mm. as to when's what and what's when. Same. The best part was for me listening back to the recording on Tuesday when it was the end of the long weekend and we said, Alex has spent the long weekend moving into her house and is in the middle of painting and is in the world of pain. And I listened to that back when I had like a world of pain on your shoulders. So little energy and enthusiasm about life. And I was like, <laughs> she didn't even know. Mm. She didn't even know. We have just spent... However, the last hour, planning our Christmas gift spectacular. Yeah. The 12 days of ABC. ABC is easy as 12. Over $3,500 worth of products is going into this advent calendar. So it is approximately, carry the zero, would a normal advent calendar be $3.50? What, in price? Yeah. Maybe for like a Cadbury one. No, yeah. I still reckon you pay 10 bucks for that. But anyway, for okay, the sake of your cool. argument, $3.50. <laughs> so it would be 100 times $3.50 or would it be 1,000 times? <laughs> I lost the ability to carry zeros at like 16. I don't know, but like on average, every gift is like what, $300 a day? Yes, which would be three to 100 times more than the gift card. And then there's 12 of them. I don't Gift know. card? Who's gift card? <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long week. Anyway, wow, that we couldn't have made that sound less exciting <laughs> nor painful whilst talking about a very exciting and very not painful thing. Yeah, so we have picked all of our favourite things from this year. and Not all of them. No. <laughs> don't get God, excited. Don't make it sound good. We've picked <laughs> some of the average things that we've come across this year. No, we have picked... A lot of beauty faves, some non-beauty faves as well. Yeah. No snack faves yet, but never say never. See how they hold up in the post. And <laughs> Lisa's posting a carrot cake. <laughs> well, there is a carrot cake in one of the gifts. True. Ooh. Anyway. Secrets. Legit. It's going to be so good. We're actually thrilled. And I had to stop Lisa from making it 24 days of giveaways because I was like, Two, we're going to spend more on post than like we've even got in the value of things, which is not humanly possible. But also, we don't want to not have Christmas because we're giving you guys Christmas. Yes, it's really selfish of us. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really excited. I hope you guys are too. I have. Here's the thing: never entered a giveaway really in my life. I don't reckon. This is not a compa. I'm not a compa, but this feels different because this is not a giveaway. This is a gift from us to you, and there's twelve chances. Yeah. In fact. 13. You can't see us, but we're winking. <laughs> and the all that you need to do to stay informed and stay in the loop about this is to keep listening to the podcast because we'll reveal more details and it's obviously going to kick off, kick off on the 1st of December. So you have a few weeks to prepare. Make sure you're following us on allbasescovered.pod on Instagram and also listening to the pod every week. More info to come when we work it out. Lisa has actually commando crawled away from us. And has gone into her wardrobe to get something. She's commander crawling back. Oh, a loud thud. <laughs> she has appeared. That's right, Alex. <laughs> it's like, like she hadn't left. left. <laughs> like we're on the phone and she's been listening the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move into the episode. Sure. Uh, that's the tea on that. Okay, this week, Calera... Guys, it's happening again. <laughs> Caroline Hirons has released Hall of Fame kits. There's, I'm a bit confused because she's like released two, but then I was watching a video and they're like, kidding, there's a third. And I was like, okay, but what is it? Anyway. What's the kid? What's the joke? I know. I've watched 
the video on it and she has yeah there's three the routine the heroes and the ogs Mm -hmm. so they're a bunch of brands that she typically works with i will say i think it was between the heroes and the ogs obviously they they're like they're kind of similar yeah um there was actually quite a little bit of overlap between the products between those two kits. But that's fine if you like some of them and then you just pick the other ones that are more suitable to you. But it's really nice to see Caroline Hirons doing these boxes in her own right because she started doing them with, like, Mm. Cop Beauty and Space MK, I think she did one with. Because Loz had to deal with her when they were doing it with Space MK. Did she? Yeah. So I think basically what happens when they do the Space and K ones, sorry, Loz, if I'm spilling your secrets, but basically they figure out like what brands will contribute and what like she'll pick from the list. Basically, Yeah, of course. That's how it always works with celebrities and exactly. brands. Exactly. And- Whereas at least this way, it's sort of like brands that she has good rapport with, which is still a little bit biased, but it's like brands that we know that she loves and uses and stuff. So I feel like yeah. I like that. I prefer it too. We see Ren, we see Mae Lindstrom, we see um, Zellens, Emma Hardy, Pixie, all the mm. usual um, Caroline Hirons brands. Yep. And then on that note, while she was doing a big, like, spectacular launch thing in London, mm. she was doing a pop-up to celebrate, I believe. Mm. Lisa Eldridge was doing a pop-up. Oh, for her new... Re- for her new lipsticks, and she was doing, like, an is exhibit. Is it new lipsticks or is it the relaunch of the, the re- lipsticks? Sorry, it's yep. the relaunch of, like, the limited edition sets as, like, permanent items, yes. which is so exciting. And then... Um, Jamie Genevieve also did a Vive pop-up. So all three of them had pop-ups in London at the same time. Very exciting. What a time to be alive. We don't get fun things like that, do we? But also, would you ever go? I'm interested to know if Jamie Genevieve was here in Melbourne and did a Vive pop-up, would we go? Well, do you remember when Pixie, we were at Priceline underneath us, but we were working so we couldn't go? People were crazy. But, like, I would have wanted to go to that, but I feel like I'd be embarrassed. But also I feel like we have a sort of excuse to go We do. With we the pod ha- we have now. absolutely have a – we're doing it for you guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all we do. Like, mm. yeah, I think I think if I had you with me, I'd go. Who would, like, get you excited if they came to – Well, probably Jamie Genevieve or, like, Alana Rama. But you know what I wouldn't like is all the other people that like them. Yeah, losers. I'd be like, yeah, I like you because Alana's my best friend. So yes. everyone else fuck off. Yeah. And, like, stop, you're embarrassing her and me, and I'm her best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next up. You put Jacqueline Roxanne in here and feel like we've fucking talked about it every single week, but she's launched Storyline 28 pieces, and there's gold and silver, and the gold pieces are gold vermeil, I believe, or they're gold 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 plated. Gold plated. But isn't that what vermeil means? No, vermeil and plating are different things. What is the difference? Vermeil means it's like sonically attached to the, it's a different application method of the gold to the base element, whereas plating is just dipping it. Okay. So vermeil's higher quality? Meant to be, yes. Yeah. Interesting. And then it's, yeah, 14 karat gold plated or rhodium, which is like a higher quality. I love that you wrote carat like the vegetable. Yeah, I did. Well, oh, so sue me, okay? I was watching in my spare time taking notes. I'd like to see you contribute to news. You have the last, like, seven weeks. <laughs> I've also put things down the bottom here. Fucking rude bitch. Anyway, um, speaking of carrots, um, <laughs> she said she's allergic to nickel, so none of them contain nickel. Which well, I that's interesting because everyone on Reddit was saying Jacqueline Hill hasn't said what's in her products. Like, what's the base of the gold products? Like, no, she hasn't said, is it aluminium? Is it silver? Is it nickel? We don't know. But if she said it's not nickel, that's probably a good thing. But we actually don't know what it is. She said that she's worn all of her jewellery, like sweating, like in the shower, everything, because she gets really allergic to jewellery. And that was something that I really respected because I am so allergic to nickel that I will get a rash from like a button on my jeans. Mm. Um, So allergic that even surgical steel... I think sometimes, or sterling silver can still irritate me because apparently there's like trace amounts of yeah. nickel or whatever in sterling silver. It's ridiculous. I was born to live in a bubble. And, and so, only like high-end things. Exactly. Yes. And I must have 14 carat crunch crunch uh, jewelry. So, yes, that impressed me much. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Next up in news, is this Ariana Grande news? Yes. She's launched lipsticks. Oh, she's launched them. Oh, they're launching. She's announced them. She's announced a lot of things. Okay. 
I'm sorry. You've not been paying attention. Lol. I'd like to see you add them to news. <laughs> She's actually announced eyeshadows and lipsticks and lashes and liners and plumping glosses and lip stains. She's been posting on You can't Instagram. hear me, but I'm blinking very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> now she's rolling her eyes. <laughs> That's just my face. I've had enough of this. All through primary school, all through high school, and all through my first year at Mecca with my very, very bad manager, <laughs> I have been told that my face looks like a slapdust. <laughs> and that is just my face. Thank goodness this is a podcast. Okay, so but yes, she said the lipsticks are coming in November. Yeah, the lipsticks are coming, and this is the image that I saw. And doesn't it just look like she's holding some sort of Dyson, like a Dyson vacuum or like an oversized um, bullet vibrator? Yeah, it's like if a Dyson and a bullet vibrator had a baby. <laughs> if a Dyson and a bullet vibrator and a dildo had a baby. <laughs> yeah. We painted a perfect picture, guys. Um, so if that's like an oversized version of the lipsticks, I think I hate the packaging. Yeah, yeah, look. I'm now demonstrating a sketch that Ariana Grande put on her Instagram a while ago, which shows the design of lipstick packaging. So it has a little looky see hole, like a little port, like on a submarine at the top. So you can see the color. Uh, And then it's in like a cylindrical style bullet. Look at that bottom middle drawing. Bottom Mm -hmm. side. That's what minions are made of. Yeah, you're right. Actually, it looks a lot like a Despicable Me minion in a lipstick. Yeah. You could paint it yellow. I hate it. We're doing it when they arrive. We're going to paint it yellow. When they arrive? When they arrive in our let's Let's vandalize. Let's go to Sephora with with a yellow can of spray paint. Just fucking rip minions. And tiny googly eyes. And stick them on the porthole. Okay, fine. We'll go to Riot Art and Craft first. (laughs) We'll pick up one yellow yellow paint. Can. One rack of tiny googly eyes and a little bit of a hot glue gun so that we can attach. And pipe cleaner for the glasses. <laughs> and then we will oh, bravely wait. and carelessly. They have tiny overalls. <laughs> Fine, then we'll go to Linkcraft to get tiny denim cut offs <laughs> with little scraps and tiny brass buttons. <laughs> oh my god. It's too far. I've taken it too far. And no one will suspect a thing. <laughs> Anyway, the lipsticks don't impress me. They're launching in November. Yeah. Next up, JS Health, the brand formerly known for their probiotics and vitamins, vitamins and minerals and supplements. <laughs> so JS Health has officially made its foray into skincare with a four-step skincare. They're calling it a system. Launching today, they have a balancing vitamin cleanser. A pro- By launching today, I mean launching last week. Balancing vitamin cleanser, pro-collagen vitamin serum, a vitamin oil, and a vitamin probiotic moisturizer, all formulated with the JS Health blend of vitamin C, vitamin B5, marine polyphenols, aka seaweed extract, calendula, vitamin E, grapeseed oil, and frankincense, which is the JSHV7 complex. Sounds like a Dyson. (laughs) Each product took two years to develop and research. They're designed to support collagen production and protect the skin barrier. And look, the packaging is not bad. It looks like the JS Health vitamins, but if they were black. Yeah. And in skincare. Yep. Not dissimilar to... Bromance. And Rationale. Okay. I would say. Price-wise, the serum is around $75. So same sort of price range as their supplements again. Yep. And where are they going to be retailed? Are they retailed in the same places as their supplements? So could you get them at like the health food store and Priceline, etc.? I actually don't think that it says, but I would assume so. Yes, yeah, so you can probably buy them at Jeffrey's Supermarket and <laughs> Priceline. Anyway, Jessica Siepel, really taken over the world. Yeah. I'm going to be interested to see who buys them because I feel like her supplements... I don't want to say anything offensive. Go on. Well, I buy her supplements, but I feel like people who buy supplements typically. I'm not. I'm not going to keep going. You're thinking she's going for a woo-woo clientele. Yeah, or like a quick fix clientele. You know. Yeah. I could be completely wrong. What I think that she's done well is that the people that shop where her products are already sold 
are going to be the kind of customer that would shop with her. Like I'm thinking when I think who's going to buy that, it's like a somewhat savvy person that might shop a little bit of French pharmacy from Priceline. Mm-hmm. Or it's the um, the Upway mother of two that pops to Whole Food Merchants yeah, to buy her groceries. And I think that she's got that sort of like middle of the road customer that has a slight interest in wellness and therefore yes. the beauty that it's involved yeah. with. Um, and so I think she's clever. And that price point is like, oh, this must be good because it's higher end but not unattainable. Agreed. And I think it's also a good plus one to her hair, skin and nails, which is yeah. probably arguably one of her best-selling vitamins, minerals, supplements. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was intrigued most by the probiotic moisturizer. Pro-collagen moisturizer, no? Probiotic oh, vitamin probiotic. moisturizer. What else was – what was pro-collagen? Because when you said that word, I was actually shocked that that's not patented by LMS because they have the pro-collagen marine cream. And I know that pro-collagen is not like – you know, necessarily a trademark term, but it is like a very, very cult product. And I'm shocked that they could call something pro-collagen. It was the serum mm. that you're referring to, sorry, that was the pro-collagen product. And it says... I'm assuming they're claiming that it makes collagen or encourages collagen production, which is fine. I just think that exact name is already in use. It's just talking about the fact that the vitamin C and it helps with collagen boosting and brightening benefits. Yeah. That's really all it is. The ingredients are, it has sodium ascorbyl phosphate as the vitamin C, and then it's got three glycerol ascorbate as well. Mm-hmm. And that's it for the vitamin C. But don't you just think it's interesting, like, what else has, like, a really cult name for itself? Like, if something called itself, like, liquid gold serum or something, but it was, like, not alpha H liquid gold, but it's using that catchphrase. Like, don't you think that pro-collagen is, like... Elemis oh. is an Australian, though. Is it? Like, maybe no. she gets it. Maybe she's, like, allowed to, quote, unquote, do it because she's, like, playing in a different category. But, yeah, it's a fair point. Mm. I guess, yeah, I don't know. If you can claim something that's a, quote, unquote, benefit, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Moving on. Auric by Samantha Ravindol. Auric Glow Lust is getting a new shade between Pyrite and Citrine. Do you remember what those shades were on the spectrum, where that is? Pyrite and Citrine. Citrine was at the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah, citrine pyrite selenite. So it's the one that she said was too light Mm -hmm. or not light enough that she's made lighter. Mm. It sounds like she's now put one back in the middle again. Okay, so she probably almost could have not reformulated that one and then made one lighter. Yes. Everyone's really happy with her for listening to customer feedback and saying what a good brand founder she is Mm -hmm. and what a good way to start your brand Mm. by transparency and like such a like give and take relationship. Yeah, and the openness to, like, yeah, give the people what they need, really. Yeah. Very good. Good practice by her. And the final piece of beauty news this week is that Bondi Sands, a.k.a. the brand who does Australian fake tan Mm. and sun care product, I guess you would say as well, but most well-known for their fake tan, is bringing out skincare, which is interesting. And tell me which brand it looks like. Yeah, okay. So, did you see in our DMs when we got a message from Alice saying, don't you think this looks like Isle of Paradise? Is that a leap? Am I going too far? And I just looked at the first visual, which was like, join our wait list. And it had like a lilac and like a pastel yellow. And I was like, I mean, I guess pastel colors. Alex has just shown me the full range photo and it 100% looks like Isle of Paradise. Like identity theft. 100%. All the pastel colors, the white packaging, the like... Even, like, the weird circular blobs yeah. are Isle of Paradise. And the plinths in, like, the product display, which I know is that's reaching. But, like, Isle of Paradise has done that, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That is... Also, yeah. they're a tanning brand. It's not like Bondi Sands wouldn't have known about them. Yes. Wow. Crazy. What are they coming out with? A huge range. So 12, quote-unquote, innovative products that have been developed <laughs> with trusted, quote-unquote, skin experts to provide real skin results. <laughs> Packed with quote unquote high level active I'll stop <laughs> active ingredients that are blended with Australian botanicals that can be tailored to your specific skin needs. They have um, cleanse, hydrate, treat, mask, and protect products. Do you know what's cooked too? Isle of Paradise uses Australian botanicals. You know how he's always like, you know, we use yeah, yeah. Also, Australian botanicals. <laughs> their press release. If we're gonna go a little step further, yeah, it's 
Uh, everyday skin isn't perfect, polished, or photoshopped or filtered, Bondi Sands said in a press release. It's bumpy, inconsistent, textured, and unique. Simply put, everyday skin looks and feels different to everyone. Skincare should be simple, effective, and created for real skin, where products are suited to you and your skin's needs. Oh, Bondi Sands, you're so body posy. Jules on Hep? Is this your impersonator? Yeah, is he doing fucking ghost writing? Yeah. We hate it. We hate to see it. I mean, it's fine, whatever, but I, I don't like the lack of originality there at all. Yeah. Everything is under $25. Oh, Apparently, everything has been proven by clinical trials. Run by them or just the ingredients are proven? Mm-hmm. Well, either or is fine, I guess. How are you costing your products at $25? How if are you you're running clinical trials. Yeah. I mean, they're a huge company. I don't know. So yeah, it looks like there's a gel cleanser, a ugh. what a foaming cleanser, exfoliant, okay, physical, exfoliant. yep, gross. Eye product, like a facial sunscreen, something called Bondi Babe, Thirsty Skin, night products, and it looks like a couple of serums. Let's watch this space. I'll be interested to see and read and touch and feel mm. all of those. I think what they're doing though is doing, like, the cute colour-coded vibe. So they're getting, like, Isle of Paradise, Drunk Elephant, whatever, at a really affordable price point. And Bondi Sands is already cool in the tanning space. So I feel like they could really get a lot of entry-level skincare users and young girls into that. Like, if I had a kid that fake tanned and used nothing much on her face, that would be a really good way to lure them into a basic skincare routine. A hundred percent. Also, because it's going to be probably available at Price Line and Chemist Warehouse where yeah. their tans are. Yeah. And you think about the other products that are, that are there – it's like they're already buying the ordinary because it's in that price point mm-hmm. if they can get their hands on it. And then they're not really buying La Roche-Posay. They're not really buying – what's the other one? Aven or yeah. – um, Bioderma. Yeah. That kind of stuff. They're like not really kid-friendly – not kid – like teenage-friendly yeah. enough. So I guess this is hitting that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it uh, – if, no, if the products are decent – I think it's great. I just don't like the lack of originality. Like, just make it look like any... Isle Paradise don't own pastel, but, like, it's pretty clear what they're doing there. Very clear. Yeah. Next up in beauty news slash a slight segue into things we did this week, I wanted to discuss Cosmetic Cowboys, which was a documentary from ABC Four Corners, And it's on iView at the moment if you want to watch it. It basically talks about how cosmetic surgeons aren't the same as plastic surgeons. Mm -hmm. And this is something we've discussed on the show before when we watched the Todd Sampson body hack. Is that what it was called? No, not body hack. The Todd Sampson documentary, whatever it was called. Yes. About plastic surgery. Yes. And Lisa wasn't as shocked about it as I was. And so now I feel like I'm kind of just going to talk to myself about this. But I was truly shocked by this fucking Daniel Lanza. Was that his name? Yes. So it's about Daniel Lanza, who's like a very famous Australian cosmetic surgeon because he's been on like, he was the quote unquote, that's the name of this episode, if it's nothing else, Mm -hmm. advisor for like the Today Show. And like he would be the go-to person when they needed a quote on plastic surgery Mm -hmm. and or cosmetic surgery, Mm -hmm. I should say. And he, they were kind of, it was an expose into his practice and it talked through nurses from his practice who'd come forward and said, this was real fucked up. And Mm -hmm. like, I regret being a nurse in this environment. And then also some of his patients coming forward and saying that they got swept up by the hype of like his name and everything that he was doing, went and had surgery at his clinic and just how poorly done their surgeries were and how revolting it was. So I wanted to talk about this because it actually shocked me to my core to see the environment in Mm. which his practice took place, but also as a PSA to everyone to please speak to a plastic surgeon or find an extraordinarily reputable cosmetic surgeon. No. Don't? No. They're not standard. A cosmetic surgeon is nothing, so they're not not reputable. It's not. And you you look at his Instagram account or his TikTok, for which he had like 5 million followers, I think they said. And he would have looked legitimate in the eyes of any 16-year-old or any person who was looking at his stuff. And he spoke with such authority. But then actual plastic surgeons were like, everything that he's saying is bullshit or it's not true. Yeah. 
the fact that he was saying that he was using staples instead of sutures on after people's facelifts and tummy tucks because apparently it causes less tautness on the skin like it allows the skin more space to heal in his words and everyone all of the plastic surgeons who looked at it were like absolutely not that is not the case Mm -hmm. and all of these poor women who they showed who'd had the surgery had awful scarring yeah truly awful scarring I think it's also it's really interesting to show that I'm pretty sure he's a certified dermatologist he is yes and he's moved into cosmetic procedures it's like just because you're a doctor in one area doesn't mean you can do other things it's like people dentists that are doing filler and gps that are doing filler and stuff yeah they're a doctor yeah they've done the two-week training or whatever with galvaderm or disport yeah but that's not to say that they are a better clinician than a trained cosmetic nurse who has been doing it for 10 years. Correct. And so you need to check people's credentials. You need to check their registration with like FACPRA or something, you know, or yeah. check all of the acronyms for the boards that they're certified and check yeah. that they have done, you know, journal articles and check that they've done all of that. Yeah. That shit is, it's not just a given. And there were so many red flags, like the things that he was saying about like, and I've been practicing for 30 years. And in this journal of dermatology that I wrote mm-hmm. and all these sorts of things, and it's like red flag, it yeah. wasn't a journal of plastic surgery that you wrote. It wasn't yeah. – you haven't been practicing as a cosmetic surgeon for 30 years, even though you've been practicing as a specialist potentially for 30 years. But like, why doesn't he just stick to what he actually studied in? Because he wasn't making squillions and squillions of dollars the way that he was as a cosmetic but, surgeon. But why didn't he just do what he's doing now with all of the TikTok? Like, he could have been the Sandra Lee of – like, he could have done it in an authentic way. Because he's greedy and a chauvinist and a disgusting leech of a human. Who preys on women's insecurity. Yes, and he's now – promised that he will never practice again thank goodness after this documentary came out do you think well he said that he won't i think he's probably going to be held to account if he does start again i wonder if his clinics will shut down and things like that yeah they have to to. otherwise how is he practicing i don't know also i thought it was disgusting and i wanted to note that he kept referring to surgeons as he and that grossed me out Mm. anyway final point on this is trust your gut if you ever go and speak to a specialist or a surgeon or just anyone in regards to your body and if it doesn't feel right don't continue abort 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 mission yeah my favorite part was when they the staff took fat home in ziploc bags to keep in their fridge at home and then bring in the next day also is that normal practice that you inject someone else's fat into another person no i was like is it for the is it fat transfer for the same person surely your body rejects someone else's fat that's what i would have thought as well and surely that's how is the thing is that he's good enough to not kill people almost yeah but like it's so f- interesting that they you know people are dancing and like not oh, looking as he does liposuction disgusting. but like people can make mistakes during lipo when they are watching and like sever a nerve or like fuck something up and someone's just like ha 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 stay alive stay alive like With the giant is it a- Cannula? Cannula, yeah. A, a cacao? <laughs> I was going to say a catheter, and then I was like, that goes in your pee hole. A giant catheter is what everyone dreams of. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a good documentary, but I had seen a couple of things that had exposed him before, which is why I was, like, not so shocked. Yes. Please go and watch it, though, if you haven't already, and please be warned, it is not for the faint-hearted. I've seen a lot of cosmetic procedures, and, like, I think it was the recklessness in which these were being performed. It made me feel quite queasy. Mm. Dang. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. These products are so good. What's the deal? What is your beauty fave this week? I didn't realize how ironic this was. My beauty fave is the Bondi Sands. Everyday tanning milk. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. <laughs> now, last week I mentioned the Loving Tan Gradual Tan and I said that I loved it for the colour, mm. but I felt like I was still really dry. This, the colour's nice enough. It's quite gradual, which I do like, but this is actually hydrating. The Loving Tan, while they call it a gradual tanning moisturiser or whatever, I'd say it's like a dilute tanning lotion. Like, it didn't offer me any hydration at all. It actually made me a little bit dry. Mm -hmm. This, the next morning, I'm like, oh, I'm actually soft. Like, my legs feel soft and I'm not getting scaly with it. So I'm, like, going to use it if it actually does the purpose of two things. Okay, yeah. The colour's fine. How does it smell? I will say, it annoys me because considering it's... Dove Summer Glow. Yeah, kind of, yeah. It's It does have quite a tanny smell considering the DHA is, like, not that high in it, which is kind of annoying because it's, like, you get the stink but not the mm. tan. Mm. Uh, I'm just using it to match And also you stink for so many days because you're, like, building it up as a gradual tan rather than yeah. just stinking for one day. It, do- it only stinks for one day and then I'll, like, do it, yeah, I guess, like, two days later. Mm. Yeah. I'm just trying to get my legs the same colour as my shoulders because they're, like, eight different people apart right now. What's your beauty fave? I bought two. The first one is the Vive Bronzer. I really hadn't used it that much because I'd, I'd kept it downstairs next to my bedside because I was using it as a mirror when I was applying my teeth whitening. Mm-hmm. It doesn't smell like anything. It's disappointing, isn't it? Mm. I always smell powders too. The formula is buttery soft. Very delightful to apply bronzing powder. Something about a flat formula as well tickled my fancy this week. Just the fact that it doesn't have like a swirl of colors there's not that visible glow about it. Like it's yep. quite, it's the mattest bronzer that I own. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just so blendable. And the darker color is a really nice color on the eyes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is what we said about both this and the Victoria Beckham palette. Yeah. Bronzer where it has two that it's perfect because you've got one to, you know, add on the eyelid and blend out with the lighter shade or apply yeah. the lighter shade and use the darker one in your crease. So it's perfect face and eyes. Yes. Lovely packaging. Looks beautiful. Looks super luxe. This does look like it could be Victoria Beckham or yeah. something of the sort. Yeah. I agree. It's a good step up for Vive. And the other favorite I have this week, I'm finally going to talk about it because you've tried it too, is the Avec Bioactive Nutrients Serum. Mm-hmm. You gave this back to me and honestly, it's my, it's my favorite part of my skincare routine morning and night at the moment, which is a really big call. I love that it smells like a spa. That, like, when you put oil in your hands and you press it in your palms and you press it on your face, I just want to, like, huff it. It yeah. smells so good. Please step away from the oil. <laughs> no. And it's just so nice. You know, like, the way that you use Juno where you want to, like, put it on the dog's paws and, like, mm. put it on your elbows and you use it quite recklessly? Yes. I want to do that with this and I do it – I do do that because it's like 50 mils. I feel like it can go a little bit further than a 30 mil serum can. Now, my understanding of this brand is that it's like if food is farm to table, this is farm to face. And I've heard it likened (laughs) to the Vintner's Daughter of Australia. What's that? Vintner's Daughter is this like quite expensive, super popular product in the US and the UK, which is like a family family thing. A family farm, small batch produced, lovely facial oil that is like super luxe and like what Tata Harper was like in the beginning. Yeah, mm. um, but cool and Indian, mm-hmm. expensive, and ticks all of those like cool girl boxes. This is like that, but Australian. It's lovely. It smells great. Oh, you liked it. I was so worried that you were going to knock it. No, I did really like it. But <laughs> no, I really liked it. Okay. I really liked it. I've just got so many oils that I like. That it didn't, it didn't like wow me more than my Sarah Chapman oil or anything like that. But I, I did really enjoy using it. And I more, I guess I, I liked it on par with a lot of other oils that I've tried, but I love the ethos and the packaging and that vibe about it too, for me to say, yes, it's a really lovely product. Something about, I don't know if it is the farm to table oil situation of it, but something about it to me, whilst it 
maybe sits in a, a lighter oil category than Juno, yeah. still felt really nourishing or f- continues to feel very nourishing for me. The thing is, it's thin. It's a thin oil, but it's not a dry oil. It's an oil. It's not. It's thin like Godsend, but it doesn't yes. dry down like Godsend does. It reminds me of how Josie Moran used to go on about her argan oil light and how it was like put through a centrifuge so that it was oily, but just felt light on the skin. That's what that feels like. There's no dry down. It's just thin. So you could use that as an oily skin and not feel heavy. Oh, use it as As an oily skin type. Yeah. Yeah. You could use that and not feel too heavy, but it's not going to dry down to like that sort of slippy serum-y texture either. It will still feel like an oil. Yeah. And it does say that it's a serum. And I think that is because it must be spun in such a way where the molecules are smaller than an oil but i would argue it's not it's not a serum texture it's not water-based i think that was my initial beef with why i was like i don't love it because it said serum on it and i was like to me it's not call a spade a spade it's it's a beautiful oil that Mm -hmm. sits light on the skin that could be used day or night and sits beautifully under makeup but in no way is that a serum it's not like doing what you want a serum to do and it doesn't sit like a serum on the skin in my eyes I want something like water-based or glycerin-y. Yeah, I agree. And I put it on in my skincare routine at the end of my serums before I would then put a moisturizer on top of yeah. it. God, it does smell good. It literally smells like farm to plate. Yeah. It's really, it smells really good. I really... It's like herbaceous-y almost, isn't it? It's got... herbaceous That's a word that doesn't exist. Lemon myrtle, lemon balm, calendula. Yes. Olive, echinacea, rosemary. It's the rosemary. Nettle. Yeah, I was going to say, I can smell lemon and rosemary. It mm. really does smell like a herb garden. The big pipette. The big pipette. Yeah, it's lovely. It's really... How much does it cost? We got sent this, by the way. I think it costs $180. <gasps> it is like... I like it more now. <laughs> no, it is. It's... Do you know why I like that? Because sometimes when things get a bit woo-woo... They're not super luxe. And I really like things that are like woo-woo and luxe. Yeah, same. <laughs> I just was like, oh my goodness, it's only $45. No, that's the 10 mil. Okay. It's $195. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I think that the ethics are something that I'd be happy to buy into. Same. It says each bottle is packed with 14 vitamins and mineral-rich botanicals. They work closely with the farmers to ensure every ingredient is picked at the height of the plant's potency. And for the next 30 days, they extract the herbal elements by hand, ensuring maximum bioavailability and glowing results for every skin type. Jennifer is from Chicago. She lives in the Gold Coast. She discovered skincare and making herbalism whilst working in the Rocky Mountains of Utah. She wanted to create simple skincare that worked directly with small, organic, sustainable farmers using no unnecessary additives, just powerful, naturally ingredients. Natural ingredients? That's what she said? Yeah, you said naturally. Did I? Yeah. That was dumb. Uh, What I like about it is that it shouts out all of these sort of wellness things, but it's not like claiming clean beauty. It's just claiming what it is. It's sort of more focusing on like the purity of like extracting the ingredients and like where they're coming from rather than like this won't poison you. Do you know what I mean? It's not fear mongering. It's more embracing the good processes that they're using rather than like what other brands don't do. Agreed. I'd love to see the difference in the production between this and a regular oil just for my own interest sake. I want to know like, because she's right. Like there is a difference in picking something when it's fresh and potent. Like that's the whole it's tomatoes in season. That's exactly it. Like, yeah, you can import them and freeze them and mm. ship them over and have them when they're crap. But and, like- and they will actually be very good. Frozen blueberries. Snap frozen at the time. Very good. Yeah. Big, juicy, fresh bloob. 10% better. Nothing beats a fresh bloob yeah. over a frozen boob. <laughs> frozen boobs are terrible. Uh, so, yeah, I want to see from it, like, a sunny, like, wheat field video with, like, calming music. And I want to see, like, a 60-second thing where they, like, shoot farmers' faces and I see how it Same. happens. I want to see, like, beehives, even though there's no beehives yeah. involved in this. There are bees are pollinating the flowers, which are creating the calendula, which are creating the serum. <sighs> Desperately. I would love to see that. And yeah. then I would throw my money at it. Same. I'm glad you like it because sometimes I feel like I like things and then you poo-poo them and tell me the reasons I shouldn't. And then I'm like, oh. I'll never use it again. Yeah. No. I'll just throw it in the bin. I like it. You can keep it because you love it slightly more than me, but I really appreciate it. Mm, thank you. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave? My non-beauty fave this week is my house. Mm, it's mine too. It's not my house It's too. also my pamper rug in particular. And your laundry. 
my laundry and the light that I got from Beacon Lighting mm-hmm. in my bathroom. They're my favorites. But the reason I particularly love the Pamper rug is because it comes with its own mat, its own non-slip mat. That mm-hmm. You stick underneath it, which, praise be, rugs never come with their own mats. And when they do, I often find that they're kind of crap and the mat still slips around. Mm. And I have wooden floors. And so this is a ongoing problem that I have with many rugs in my house. But this pamper one comes with a mat that almost lightly band-aid sticks to the floor. Like a the sticky bits on a strapless bra? Yeah, but not even because it doesn't feel like it's going to be sticky. And then when you peel it up, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, how are you Yeah, like thighs on a hot chair, hot leather exactly chair. Exactly like thighs on a hot... Yes, exactly like that. Or hot thighs on a leather chair. Hot thighs on hot leather. And... It's so it sticks to the floor, but it also sticks to the rug. Yeah. And so there's no movement happening. Oh, great. And it's good because they're quite a light rug. Anyway, I want one for every standing spot in the house. You know when you work in retail oh, and you've got yeah. the squishy mats at the tills yes. and you just want to stand on them all day? Mm. That's how it feels in my house. I just want to stand in front of the laundry sink all day because there's a mat there for me to stand. It's, I'm a dog and that's my place. Yes, <laughs> you've been place trained. Yeah. I never really thought about the fact that they put mats behind the register. Is that for comfort? Yeah. Those fucking was. bitches. The bitches that get stuck on paws get the comfort. Yeah. And other people have to pace around with shin splints and debilitating hip issues for the rest of their lives. Preach it. Anyway, yeah. And also you can use uh, the code OLA10, H-O-L-A-10, for mm-hmm. 10% off. That's not an affiliate code. It's the fact that I hunted I hunted my life out and I know how much you guys love discount codes. I hunted for one and I couldn't find one. And then after I made the purchase, they said, thanks for your purchase. Here's your discount code. I was like, you fucking dickheads. That's I, so rude. I hate you so much. Um, I was watching Elizabeth Makeup Artist stories and mm. she bought a coach bag and she doesn't Google. She randomly types in discount codes. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. Works. Welcome 10. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> 20. <laughs> she got B-Day for 10% off a coach bag. <laughs> I loved her. Incredible. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> What's your non-beauty fave this week? My non-beauty fave is Celebrity MasterChef, and I cried oh. 13 seconds in. Wow. You never watch MasterChef. I'm actually shocked. No, I always watch MasterChef. I always stop watching after two weeks. Ah. Oh. Like, Why would you watch the start? The start's the worst part. No, I sometimes skip the, like, elimination. Then I get, like, the top 12, and mm. then I taper off. I... Love it. Okay, here's mm. my breakdown. Nick Rewalt is the best. But he's gone. Fuck. He might not actually be. I only watched like 10 minutes of an episode one time. <laughs> Did you start from the start? I started from the start, but I think I'm up to date, or at least I was up to date as my oh, template. I, I could absolutely be wrong. Anyway, Rebecca Gibney is really hitting me in the feels a couple of times. And do you know who I don't? Why do you, why are they making you cry? Is it because they're like, food are is they, my journey? Or no, is it because... I love it because it's so stupid because when they get voted out, they're like, but I'm going home a better cook. And I'm like, hon, you cooked four dishes. And and you don't get any of the like guests that do the masterclasses like they do on, on MasterChef. Like they're not learning things. They're just cooking. They are learning though because before they go into the MasterChef kitchen... I know this because someone who I used to date knew someone who went on like season two of MasterChef. Wow. And they have to teach them like knife skills, like proper knife skills. For celebrity MasterChef though? Well, I assume they would have to because it's about like prepping them to actually go into the kitchen and be on TV. Okay. I think they do get like like a certain degree of flavor training and like knife training and certain things before they go in. Okay. I think. I do Anyway, I think it's hilarious when they get voted out and they're like, but I'm going home a better cook for my family. And I'm like, yeah, because you made mm. one dish. Anyway, um, I don't like Ian Thorpe. Oh, I thought he would be the best. Oh, my God. I really don't like him. He gives me the ick. Because he's sassy? Yeah. He's like kind of like one of those drama geeks that sort of never relaxes and always has to be like the kind of comedian. But then you can also tell that he's like really uptight and doesn't like when people like follow his idea for a meal. And like he's just also like, I will not lose. And he's just so type A that I know 100% if I went to school with him, I would have hated him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He just, he really gives me the ick. I don't like it. Whereas Nick Ringwald is like so wholesome. And there's another soccer player. I'm not sure what his name is, but he's He's just like, oh, I'm rubbish with recipes. I just sort of feel how it is. And he's just so good and they're so sweet. I love men that can cook. That's cute. I love men that can cook. Yeah, which is so gross. You have have one. No, I don't. Reggie can cook. No. No. At least he tries. No. And he has flavor. No. 
please, compared no. to Adrian, no. Brenton is master chef. No, Brenton cooks about one meal a month. Yeah, but he can cook. His, he chooses not to, but he can. No. Mm, okay. He's All slowly right. building reference. He made a meal yesterday, but even when he makes a meal, like I make the sides that make it good. Like Brenton yeah. cooked steak yesterday, which is great. And also he has like an absolute inability to listen. I told him, I said. That's, just, that's, a, that's, that's the, a male that's thing. That's not Brenton. Thing, mushroom thing again. What's I'm, the mushroom thing? I talked about it last time. He keeps fucking up with my mushrooms. I said, put them in the pan. I do a bit of oil and a yeah, bit of yeah, butter. Yeah, yeah, put yeah. them in the pan. Wait till they're visibly browning. Then you can turn them, let them have a little bit more browning. Then you can salt and pepper them, give them a toss and put yeah. them in the pan. So he goes, all right, so I'm putting them in with nothing in the pan. No, I said butter and olive oil, but okay. That's and then nothing. and then he goes, well, I don't know how they're brown. I don't know when I'm supposed to turn them. If you want to come up and have a look at them, you can come up. And I'm like, well, no, because I'm working. So you can just judge when the mushrooms are brown. So then he turns them and then he puts them on the plate. And then I tasted them and I was like, did you season these? And he's like, no, you didn't tell me to. I'm like, well, I did because I said, I told him, I said, salt and pepper, and then you can put them on the plate. And he goes, and then cover them. I said, no, put them on a plate. Cover them. No, put them on a plate. Anyway, they weren't overly brown. They weren't overly seasoned. And I really explicitly told him how to do it. And he just didn't listen. Other than that, it was a great meal. Brenton, you are it's in the so, doghouse. so frustrating. And then I know that I'm being, you know, like, the mum that complains that no one does the dishes and then when someone stacks the dishwasher, they restack it because it's not to their liking. Yeah. I know that that's what You're I'm doing. Mom. But I'm – and I enjoy cooking, so I don't really get angry in that aspect. But I'm like, if you're going to do it, do it good because otherwise I'll do it. I don't want to yeah. eat your shit food. When I cook for you, you get excellent food. So <laughs> I don't want to then get shit food. Like that seems really unfair. I know, but it's not his fault when he's trying. Is it not his fault or has he just never learnt to cook because his mum has always done it and now I always do it and it's the fucking patriarchy and he should learn? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's both. Anyway, Celebrity MasterChef is great. Everyone should watch it. Chrissy Swan's also great. I love Chrissy Swan. Yeah. Beautiful soul, that woman. <gasps> Infectious. She's like Noni Hazelhurst. Yes. Like, you, you just, can't hate her. You want them She's to be the opposite a opposite of Ian Thorpe. Oh, yeah. Do they get on? I don't know. No spoilers, but they're not on together for a long time. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, that means Chrissy's going to so early. Just took it to my veins! What is your snack this week while we're speaking about MasterChef and mushrooms and food? My snack this week is the Haagen-Dazs Duo flavours. Oh. Conceiving it all was talking about how good is Haagen-Dazs, why have I never eaten it? And I was messaging her like, duh, Haagen-Dazs is awesome. You need to buy the little four sets that they do because they do little sets that you buy. And it's like chocolate, caramel, vanilla and strawberry, whatever. You buy them in like tiny portion control tubs. They're great. Oh. And then... I was like, oh, maybe I'll go buy one of the tiny portion control tubs. And I found that they do duos. Oh, ha, So ha. it's like the pint, but it's a duo. Yes, Oh, pint. Ha. Yeah, like a Je- Ben and Jerry style. Oh, I got excited that it was going to be the tiny oh, portion. Oh, no. It's a pint. So naturally it did me like two servings. Hmm. I got chocolate and then it's a caramel one. And the caramel has soft, normal caramel in oh, it. Also, yum. it's gluten-free. Which sometimes caramel is hard to find gluten-free because yeah, yeah. of the wheat and the glucose syrup or whatever. Yeah. And then the chocolate, which... Georgie also said, I would never opt for a chocolate ice cream, but Haagen-Dazs chocolate, I really enjoy the flavor of Haagen-Dazs chocolate. Great. Good snack, right? That is my snack. And like how good that you get two flavors in one, because I always need two flavors in a bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Thank you for that. You're welcome. My snack this week to see us out is not a snack, it's a meal, and it is again the Guzman y Gomez hard shell chicken tacos with spicy, spicy chicken tacos. Mm. I haven't really been... Being in a move when I've actually had no oven for multiple days and I've been moving house and we've mm. been painting and I've actually not had time to process nor cook nor do anything. My You should come here and I'll cook you dinner and then you can go home. I should have done that. Brenda can cook you blonde Mushroom. mushrooms. <laughs> blonde under season mushrooms. Yeah. Cook you a dry pan. <laughs> My least favorite thing is when he's like, do I put the oil in the cold pan or do I put them in the... In the cold pan, or do I heat the oil? Oh, like, Brenton, nothing ever goes in a cold pan. Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm-mm. Except, well, I mean, you could put the oil, oil. in a cold yeah, pan. Yeah, but, like, no, just heat everything up always, everything. Please. Do you want to sit on a cold toilet seat? No, the oil doesn't <laughs> want to go in a cold pan. <laughs> All right, heated toilet seats. <laughs> Must be nice. Uh, spicy chicken, Tacos. hard taco. Yeah, that's my snack this week. Not a real snack. 
But you were really yummy. Oh, but you can also use it as a snack. I've decided that I think that Guzmani Gomez is one of the only foods that maybe gives me like <laughs> makes me like a bit blurred in the eyes. Mm. Like I think like it's custard. The, it's the sodium level of the food mm. that every time I eat it, I'm like I feel woozy. Yeah, hot and woozy. I get that from maple syrup, custard, um, sticky date pudding. A lot of high fat, high sugar items do that to me. Yeah, I think it's the high salt, high salt <laughs> in this. Interesting. <laughs> and you still haven't lost the love of it, which means that it's extra good. I love it every time. I love the fast and loose nature of Guzmani Gomez. Sometimes you'll get a perfectly stacked taco with like a perfect seasoning of little jack cheese and they're all, you know, they're three tacos. Yeah. Other times you'll get three shells with salad thrown on top. <laughs> A couple of pieces of cheese in the foil. shoved in, and cheese is like just everywhere. Yeah, and you have to then eat it with your fingers like an animal in the yeah. car on the way home. The spicy sauce is burning, your fingertips is burning, your mouth is burning, your eyes because you wiped your eyes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you never know what you're gonna get. No, gyg, I love you so much. Okay, that's the end of this episode. It's an hour and ten minutes. Enjoy cutting that all out. It's cooked. Anyway, guys, stay tuned. Stay tuned for the giveaway. Mm-hmm. Our advent calendar. It's under a month now, guys. Bye. See you next week. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.